All right, we're live. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Weekly Ritual, Ghost Cult Magazine's weekly rock and metal news show, streaming online, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Say what's up, drop some comments, ask some questions. We're here to talk about whatever's cool and happening in the world of music this week. Stuff you missed, stuff you maybe need to know, stuff we want you to know. And uh, I am not at the, the Ghost Cult HQ. I am house-sitting, so I'm elsewhere. I'm not in San Francisco. I will be back in town this weekend for some shows and some music-related events. So if you see me at the Heavy Psych Sounds Festival, give me a crisp high five. Say what's up. And uh, I'll be at Powerwolf in San Francisco also. So... Hang out, chop it up, ask some questions. As I like to say, the best experience for this show is on YouTube or Twitch. If you like what you see, drop us a, a thanks, a super thanks, or a super chat. And uh, we're not doing any contests or things this week, but maybe I will do something special for you. You never know what you'll find. Uh, together we can do fun things. I'm, I'm happy to give away prizes and do cool stuff. But here... At the Weekly Ritual, we're here to talk about, yep, happy Friday. Everybody on the East Coast, it's almost Friday on the West Coast. Of course, it's already tomorrow in other parts of the world. We are a worldwide organization. We are basically your Loudwire, your Blabbermouth, your Metal Sucks, your Metal Injection, your Lamb Goat. We're one of those. So thanks for being here. Raquel is here. Hey, Raquel, what's up? Good to see you. So uh, the layout of the show, while I'm rambling on, I've had a few beers tonight, so we'll see how this one goes. Um, the layout of the show is uh, we do the greeting, we make some announcements, we talk about some things going on, we recap the features here at Ghost Cult for the week, and then we run down tours and festivals, stuff that's been announced, stuff that's happening. Major news stories of the week, and then I usually unbox or open or share something fun I got in the mail or I bought along the way this week or just lately. So, word. Let's uh, let's do things. Where's my banner? Where's my ticker? I put up the ticker. Check us out at ghostcultmag.com. Up late working. I hear you. It never stops. Thank you. Cheers. We're going to talk about that interview in one second, actually, Raquel. Um, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a tough time this week. Uh, you know, we've had, uh, some very tough things happen in the world of rock and metal this week. So, you know, I want to make sure that that stays to the forefront. So I'm going to shrink myself into the corner and we're going to bring up our deck for the week. Our little slideshow helps us do the show. And, uh, yeah, uh, Wayne Swinney of Saliva suffered a brain hemorrhage and passed away pretty suddenly while on tour. Uh, you know, Wayne was 59 years old, not an old guy by any stretch, but a music lifer. And uh, was generally liked by everybody. A lot of people shared an outpouring of messages and love and friendship. And, uh, you know, whenever we lose one of our own, which seems to be more and more, it's, it's a tough one. So uh, rest in peace. And, you know, shout out and condolences to the entire Saliva family and their families and friends and fans. Um, yeah, these things, they don't get any easier. On to some features we had this week at the channel, right here on YouTube, but also everywhere and at ghostcultman.com. I, like I like to start with some fun. There's a meme here on, on YouTube and Twitch. Am I ready for this interview? Trick question. Is this interview ready for me? But not that kind of interview, the other kind of interviews. So uh, this week here at Ghost Cult, uh, we interviewed a legit punk rock and metal legend. Steve Zing, you probably know him best from being in Danzig. He's in Danzig's other band, Sa Wade or Sam Hayden, if you don't pronounce Gaelic words correctly. And uh, he was also in a, a touring version of the Misfits with Danzig at one point. And he has his own band called Black 29, which just dropped a brand new album, The Waiting. 
and it's killer. And we interviewed Steve, talked mostly about the record, but also about his whole career. Uh, he was in a punk rock supergroup called Son of Sam that I was a huge fan of a long time ago with Todd Youth. Rest in peace to Todd Youth. And yeah, I mean, Steve is just one of the the greatest people in, in music. Uh, I met him years ago at some charity shows that he headlined. He does a Christmas charity show just about every year in New Jersey. And uh, he also dropped some insight into working with Danzig and how he managed to hang around Danzig for 35 years. Uh, just, you know, what does it take to work with that guy and, and have his confidence? Uh, it's some real shit. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, also, we interviewed another legend in music this week, Reese Fulber, you best known probably for his production work, but also as a member of Frontline Assembly, one of the best industrial metal bands ever. They have new music coming out. They're on tour this year. And they also released uh, an amazing remaster, uh, Wax Tracks re-released re re a remix remaster of one of their early albums. We talked to Reese in a wide-ranging interview all about his career, all about producing, all about Frontline Assembly. Do not miss them when they come on tour. And really great insights into producing if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, you should be if you aren't. Uh, and just a tremendous chat. It was really great to chat with him. Also, we ran our interview with Steak Sauce Mustache for you math rock, mathindex.com people. Steak Sauce Mustache, fun metalcore, uh, fun band, a lot of humor. And uh, we talked to Brett all about their last record and just what it, you know, just the whole shebang bang of topics about being in that show. <clears throat> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, we have been doing a lot of the track by track interviews with artists. I just feel like I talk enough. I give my opinions a lot and our writers write reviews and give their opinions. And I think when you interview an artist, it's an opportunity to hear from them to whatever, whatever level they want to share, <clears throat> uh, you know, whatever level they want to share. But uh, yeah, we talked to Brett Ruse about his band Stakes so Mustache. They're on tour right now on the Maximum Overwipe tour. Again, comedy and humor is best. In case you didn't know, we also have a podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. This show will also be a podcast over the weekend after uh, we're done streaming here tonight. But the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast, we run some exclusive interviews over there. We rerun long-form versions of our YouTube interviews over there. So this week alone, we ran uh, our current interview with Obituary that originally aired here on YouTube and a bunch of other stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's super cool. Stay tuned for more podcast goodness. Also here at Ghost Cult Mag is the Heavy Business Podcast. And I was a guest on that podcast. The Heavy Business Podcast is run by C-Squared Marketing. We promote and share their podcast. We've got a mutual friendship going on for a long time. And Heavy Business, they interview artists and people in the music industry to give free advice to bands to help their careers. And I was a guest. If you're watching this on YouTube or Twitch, you can see this handsome photo of me. I think it was shot in the basement of St. Vitus Bar. In the pre-pandemic times when I still lived in Brooklyn, I now live in California, and I came on the podcast specifically to talk about video. What a surprise, as we're doing a live stream right now. So we talked all about how to get the most out of your video for your band or your brand. So, you know, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, you know, shorts, everything, all the things. Quick, biteable video is the way it's all going, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on who you are. Another podcast I'm the co-host of because I don't have enough to do. I'm the co-host of the Glacially Musical Podcast, like pour a beer, beer metal swearing, vinyl nerdism, sometimes some hockey airing right now or airing by the time this show is over. It'll be live. We'll be, uh, we continue our series on Baroness. I am the co-host. I joined host Nick Cameron and we talk about all those things and we're doing a series right now on all of Baroness's full-length albums. We are up to purple as of tonight. Next week will be the finale for Golden Gray. Check it out. There was a fun near fight on the on the podcast this week that you will, if you want to see me get triggered horribly and go into a rage, you want to check out the Glacial Musical Podcast. Scooter0075 is here. Scooter's becoming a regular here on the Instagrams. Thanks, Scooter. I appreciate you. I'm just going to shout you out there. 
And before we get into the festivals, I thought, you know, uh, a meme is appropriate. So, you know, Fight Club memes, always a good time. I know it gets kind of a bad rap these days. Uh, in retrospect, a lot of movies do from the 90s. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely not moshing tonight. And then, ting, phew, run in the pit. So uh, I'll be at the... Uh, I'll be at the Stoner Doom Festival this weekend at a Powerwolf. I will not be in the mosh pit. I'm going to be in the back checking it out and enjoying. I'm not going to be uh, mixing it up with people. And the Stoner Doom Fest is going to be a lot of this. Very slow riffs and a lot of this. And not a lot of punchy punchy. Maybe when Weed Eater plays. Weed Eater is good moshing music for Stoner Doom Band. Uh, I don't seem to have any comments, but again, if you guys want to, anybody wants to jump on to YouTube or Twitch and drop us a super thanks or a super chat, uh, any donation amount is appreciated. I will answer whatever your questions are. Moving on to the festivals. There's a lot of them and I'm going to try to blow through them fast. Let's see. Uh, this is fun. Welcome to Rockville announced their pre-party day. So this is cool. I wasn't really expecting another announcement, but, you know, the Danny Wimmerfest, they do a nice job. And I figured we were going to get some more news from them. So they announced a pre-party show on Wednesday. Uh, I also like, you know, I like the idea of the pit more than I like the idea of being in the pit. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting too old. But the pre-party show, uh, so Welcome to Rockville is coming up basically in less than two months in Daytona Beach, Florida. And it's headlined by you know, Slipknot and Avenged Sevenfold, Pantera, Tool, Rob Zombie, Evanescence, Godsmack, Deftones, Incubus, Queens of the Stone Age, Alice Cooper, Incubus, many more. And they announced this pre-party day on Wednesday, May 18th. Wednesday, May 18th? Or maybe it's May 17th. I'm not sure. Well, anyway, the pre-party show has... Let's see, Hate Breed, The Word Alive, Catch Your Breath, Conquer Divide, and Feast for the Crows. Pretty cool. Hate Breed, you always know what they do. Muddy Roots, we covered it last year. I don't think we're covering it this year. We have covered Muddy Roots several times. Shout out to David and the whole crew of Muddy Roots. I got a Muddy Roots hat I sometimes wear, my trucker hat that I wear. I've never been, but I'd love to go. Bought a hat to support the fest. We covered it. Um, always a fun time. Muddy Roots rules. Do metal. Outlaw Country, Hellbilly, Rockabilly, Stone to Doom, Punk Rock, fun, people just bugging out, good times, Eastern Tennessee, what up? So yeah, fun times, welcome to Rockville, a lot of festival news to get through. Let's see, what else, what else? Maryland Death Fest has announced a ton of new bands, and let's see... I know Dismember was one of them. There's a whole bunch of new bands added to Maryland Death Fest. And that, again, that's Maryland Death Fest 2024. They are taking a hiatus this year, but they have been busy booking the 24 Fest. If you need to go to Baltimore for a metal festival at the end of May, there's Hell's Heroes. Um, we might still cover that. I'm not sure. But, uh, Maryland Death Fest is going to make its return for its 19th festival in 2024. And they added about seven or eight new bands. Very cool. Hell's Heroes is this weekend. And uh, they had the pre-party tonight, which was a sellout. And uh, the festival is sold out. And again, uh, Thomas Gabriel Fisher, three sets, classic, Hellhammer, Triptychon. And Celtic Frost Violence with the full lineup with Phil Demel. We'll talk about that in a minute. And Fugitive, just many more bands. Going to be a killer time. Shout out to Houston. Good times. Be safe and have fun out there. Heavy Psych Sounds Fest, as I mentioned at the top. Rob Sutherland is here. Uh, <laughs> I got you. Uh, I'm I'm home, technically. Uh, I have a I have a 7.30 a.m. training call for work, and it is almost midnight here on the West Coast. Good luck to me. Anywho, <laughs> uh, yeah, Hell's Heroes looked like a banger time. I just couldn't work it out. I have the fest this weekend. So Heavy Psych Sounds is having two festivals in California. The Heavy Psych Sounds label specializes in psychedelic rock, stoner doom, stoner rock, blues rock, 
great bands. And the festival, they have two California festivals this weekend, pre-parties on Friday, one in Joshua Tree, one here in San Francisco, which I will be attending. And uh, just killer lineups, basically the same lineup, flip-flopped on each day of the weekend. Windhand, Weed Eater, Nebula, Atomic Bitchwax, uh, Hippie Death Cult, Yawning Man, Warlung, Duel. Just, just fantastic bands. And a few other different bands here and there spread out, but more or less at the top, the same lineup each, each day of the weekend. So yeah, for sure. Uh, good times. You know, they also have festivals coming up. They have festivals coming up in Italy in May in two cities, same format. And also in Switzerland uh, at the end of May. And uh, we interviewed the founder of the label, Gabriel Fiore, and he also is the leader of the band, The Black Rainbows. So really cool interview about the genre, about putting on festivals, about running a label. That's on the Ghost Cult Podcast. You can check that out. It's also here on YouTube. Check them out. Enjoy. I'm trying to go deep. There's going to be a lot of interviews coming up with festival managers and founders. So it'll be some fun stuff coming up soon. Damnation Festival has announced a few new bands, including Enslaved, who has a killer new album out, Heimdall, and uh, Damnation Festival. We just covered it back in November. We'll probably be there again this year. They moved to Manchester from Leeds, probably a lot better uh, for the English festival scene. Uh, sorry for all the folks up north in the UK, but uh, by all accounts, uh, being moved to the Manch location in the BEC arena was an upgrade. Uh, there's still a few things they're working on improving. And I think it's really cool when a festival cares. They listen to the fans, take actual feedback from the festival that you attended, and that they change, make changes you want to see. I think that's hella cool. Uh, Gav McNally, right? Gav McNally's the founder of Damnation. We interviewed him last year. Fun and great guy. Just a terrific guy all around. Roadburn has announced uh, their kind of a pre-program and uh, – you know, as is with all these festivals, there's going to be people that drop out and things happen. Uh, Not Fest is happening down in Australia this week and last week. And I think the vocalist of Bad Omens, Sebastian's got like a throat ailment and they just dropped off at the last second. And people were pissed because they are one of the hottest bands in the world right now in terms of just, uh, you know, people just hype for them on a killer new album from last year. But just, you know, it's just bad luck. Your throat goes out. What are you going to do? You can't perform if your instrument doesn't work and the band's not going to go out with not without a singer i know sometimes bands just kind of find a way through uh and let the crowd do the singing but you might feel cheated then right uh, bad omens a killer band with a great singer so like if that guy can't sing there's no show it's kind of that simple as i take a sip of seltzer all right takedown festival this looks amazing. Oh, my goodness. Sleep Token, Skindred, Loathe, Jamie Lyman, uh, just so Palm Reader, Ithaca, Confessions of a Traitor, Seething Akira. So many good bands. This looks killer. This is in the UK coming up in about two weeks. Orion Band is here. We were just talking about uh, one of the festivals you guys are on. Thanks for being here. Orion, I think, is on that Heavy Psych Sounds festival in Italy, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Beach Life Festival. This is a festival founded by Jim from Pennywise, uh, a big fan here of the bro him punk guys. And uh, in addition to Beach Life Festival coming up soon, they have teamed up with Punk Rock and Paintbrushes for an exhibit at Beach Life Festival, but also elsewhere. So the Beach Life Festival participants who are going to be part of the Punk Rock and Paintbrushes exhibit, which is basically a charity event where artists paint things and then they're auctioned off for charity. Um, and the artists are amazing. They're also going to do a similar version at Summerfest in Wisconsin, which is the huge multi-week multi-genre festival that takes over Milwaukee, Wisconsin every summer for the last, I don't know, 25, 30 years. Wisconsinites help me out. 
But shout out to Beach Life Festival. There's also usually like a side stage at Beach Life that I would go to as a tour if it was a tour. It's always like the punk rock unplugged tour uh, or the unplugged stage. So I'm a big fan of that. And again, Jim Lindbergh is always a participant. It's his festival. So he's clearly got a, a stake in performing. He's got a solo album out. I talked to him about last year. You should check that out. 70 Tons of Metal. Seems like the cruise just ended. They have announced the dates and the destination for their cruise next winter, January 29th through February 2nd, going from Miami, Florida to Puerto Plata in the Dominican Republic. I imagine they're going to start announcing bands later in the year. And uh, if you're a returning cruiser, you always have an opportunity or an option to uh, you know, get an early bird ticket. I think there's a discount involved or an ability to get tickets before everybody else. So that's pretty cool. Good job, 70 Tons of Metal. You can check out some reviewage on Ghost Cult Mang of that cruise. Speaking of cruises, Monsters of Rock Cruises announced their final lineup. They are also going from Port Canaveral, Florida to Puerto Plata and Labadee, which is, you know, again, Dominican Republic and Haiti. Tesla, Michael Schechter, Stephen Piercy, Iraq, Queens Raikus are on tour right now. Extreme, Winger, Kicks, Striper, Vandenberg, Eclipse, Loudness, Doro. Why is Doro so low on this list? She should be almost at the top to me. Great White, Faster Pussycat, Rose Tattoo, Hardcore Superstar, Ty Bryan and the Shakedown, who I think has an EP out today. And many more. So that looks really cool. They always do a fun time. I think their motto is vacation harder for Monsters of Rock, if I'm not mistaken. Or is that Ship Rock? Maybe that's Ship Rock. I'm not sure. I'm getting my cruises con confused. Just coincidentally, I think this is a lot of fun. We do some pop culture and geek stuff. Uh, View Askew, Kevin Smith's Universe. They're having a cruise next year, View Askew Cruise. I would almost go on that as much as I would go on a music cruise. I don't know. Let me know if you're a Clerks fan in the comments. I am a huge Kevin Smith fan. It's almost like this guy wrote the story of my life and kept filming it over and over again. I don't know. Lollapalooza announced their lineup for this summer. Uh, as usual, mostly more pop than rock, but Chili Peppers are one of the headliners along with the 1975. Uh, Kendrick is pretty cool. Billie Eilish, good lineup. If you like the pop and rock stuff, not, not too heavy. Once in a while, they have some metal bands, but not really. It's mostly you know, pop music and rock. So good for them. We're waiting on Riot Fest. Riot Fest, we're looking at you. It's usually getting announced in April or May for September. We'll see what happens. Bumbershoot just got announced and their lineup looks pretty killer. Uh, Sleater Kinney and Jawbreaker and Brittany Howard and AFI, who's going to continue to tour after they just did their big arena show in LA. Sunny Day Real Estate, Fantogram, Fatboy Slim. Bumbershoot, obviously a little more punk and hard rock than Lollapalooza, but also some of the some of the similar some similar artists. Also, that's in Seattle. It's the 50th anniversary of Bumbershoot. Holy cow! I did not know that. 50 years. Bamboozle Fest. We spent some time talking about this festival. It looks cool, but I just don't know what's going to happen. Baderfield in Atlantic City. It's a tough sell. There's a lot of competition for eyeballs and attention. Do people really, can they go down to Atlantic City? It's a it's a crazy, bizarre lineup. Deathcore, punk rock, rap, pop. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Best of luck to them with that. Bamboozle is back after a long hiatus. So we'll see what happens. And just before we go on to the tours, I want to talk a little bit about vidIQ. We don't have... Uh, a sponsor on this video, but we are an affiliate partner of vidIQ. And, you know, you hear me talk a lot about video success for bands. And I just talked about being on a podcast where I gave all kinds of advice about how to rock at video and how to really accentuate your brand and your band on video. We started using vidIQ last year, and it's no surprise that we have shut up like a tree. Our stats are booming we are putting out a lot of content, but at the same time, we're getting a lot of traction and a lot of results. And some of that is because we used vidIQ, which you attach to your YouTube account, and it gives you 
intelligence on how to post and when to post and what titles to use and what your competition is doing. So you could look, if you have a band and you're, let's say, a thrash metal band, you could look up the thrash, the best YouTubes of other thrash metal bands and see what they're doing and mimic it. You don't want to copy them per se, but mimic them, you know, pay attention to their best practices and do them. So yeah, vidIQ. And you basically, there's a free level and there's a paid level. And we have an affiliate partnership. There'll be a link in the description. If you want to click that affiliate link, it helps us out, helps us pay for our account. And, uh, you know, quite not a sponsor. So again, I'm not on necessarily, uh, honestly, in general, even when we are sponsored, we're not obligated to, you know, gush about something unless we really believe in it. I don't use anything we don't believe in. We got compensated for those awesome wireless mics. I used them and they were awesome. If they were not awesome, I would have told you what I did not like about them, but they were completely flawless. And vidIQ is amazing. And it has been a real boon to our success at Ghost Cult. We are, uh, I think it took us a year to get another thousand subs last year. We're already to 500 more subs in three months this year. We were at under 500,000 views mid last year. We're already over 600,000 views. Uh, you know, so we've gotten like 150,000 views in the last four or five months, which for us is a lot. We don't have a lot of viral videos. Blabbermouth doesn't share all our interviews, just a few at a time occasionally. So it's, it's through tools like vidIQ that help us rock. I will, again, the link will be in the description once the, uh, in YouTube what and Twitch, once it's, this broadcast is over. Cause I'll go back in and fill out the description a little more. And on to the regular tours. Misfits were teasing some more shows. Uh, in our interview with Steve Zing, he definitely commented that not only will he suspect, he hinted that Misfits were going to do some more shows, but he also said Danzig is going to announce some more dates in, in the future, solo Danzig dates as well as Danzig Sings Elvis. But Misfits announced three shows this week already on sale. People got their tickets. Um, you know, Ticketmaster doing their usual chicanery. They are going to be not cheap uh, for the floor, but what are you going to do? Misfits, Doyle is still in Misfits. There was a lot of uh, conjecture that he might have quit the band last year when they canceled that show or because they canceled that show. Doyle's still in the band. Jerry, Glenn Danzig, Dave Lombardo, uh, AC Slade on guitar also. Uh, three shows, hometown show in Newark, New Jersey, pretty much a hometown show for Misfits. Uh, Florida and uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So first time ever in Florida and first time ever in Florida and Arizona for the Misfits as a band. So kind of cool arena shows this summer. I still keep waiting for Misfits to go to Europe. But again, you know, I know Danzig keeps threatening the end of his touring days, but I can't imagine Misfits is going to reunite and never play Europe. It just seems like you're leaving a lot of opportunity and money on the table. And it costs a lot of money to do a Misfit show. They put on a giant spectacle. In case you didn't know, uh, be pretty cool. Yeah, Arizona's closer. I, you know, I've seen Danzig sort of do Misfits without Jerry, and I was pretty happy with that lineup. Um, if it comes near me, I might go. I don't know that I would go out of my way to go, but I kind of want to go also. Moving along quickly, Mudvayne has announced the Psychotherapy Sessions. This is their first headline tour in 14 years. And they are going to be supported by Cold Chamber, Gore, Nonpoint, and Butcher Babies. Uh, five bands, a lot of bang for your buck. And this is going to be an amphitheater. This is a Live Nation tour all summer long. Cold Chamber reunion. Well, is this like, is it 1997 or what? Uh, Butcher Babies has a new album coming out. Nonpoint has their own record label. They're putting out new music all the time. Oh, I, I saw Danzig at Aftershock this, just this fall. And they, they were terrific. Honestly, one of the best bands of the weekend. Right up there with Slipknot. I'm not kidding. Danzig put on a tremendous show. His band is killer between Steve, uh, Tommy Prong, Tommy Victor or Prong, and Johnny Kelly from Typo Negative and Silver Tomb on drums. But yeah, Mudvayne, highly anticipated. Uh, supposedly they're working on new music. Cold Chamber is reunited. Not sure if they have new music ready to go. Gore has an album out. And again, just exciting times for some of these older acts. Offspring, Simple Plan, and Sum 41 announced a tour if you like the pop punk. Uh, Offspring still supporting their 
last album from 2021 or early 2022. Simple Plan has a new album out. Some 41 is coming out with a new album. So kind of cool. I think it was just Derek Wibley's birthday the other day. So that's fun. Three Doors Down and Candlebox are coming out for a Away From The Sun anniversary tour for Three Doors Down. Not a huge fan myself. I love Candlebox. Uh, Candlebox is, is probably hanging it up in a few years. So really, if you want to see these bands, go see your bands. These bands can't tour forever. These guys are getting older and they just can't, they just can't tour forever. They got families and obligations and step, you know, stepping back. So definitely go see these bands. If you've never seen Candlebox, you should go see them. And Three Doors Down, I've heard good things. We might cover that tour. We might try to cover that tour. We'll see. A couple of other tours announced. Subhumans with Cop Out uh, are going to tour in the U.S. Very exciting stuff. Uh, late, basically early summer. Early summer, late May and June. The Struts have announced a huge tour. They're coming back. I saw them last year also. Pretty cool. Good rock band. Uh, Lindsay Schoolcraft is going to do a, uh, a concert. She doesn't perform or tour much because, you know, again, the cost of touring. But she's been putting out a lot of music. And she is doing an evening with format with Gaia Garda and Alicia in early April. That's coming up in about two weeks. Huge Lindsay Schoolcraft fan over here. We are overdue for another interview with her. Uh, one of my favorite people in all of music. Uh, a lot of our fans and friends in Australia were complaining that Australia does not get any tours. Well, bangarang, a lot of tours happening in Australia. We mentioned NotFest Australia is happening right now. Red Hot Chili Peppers have announced some dates added to their world tour for them to play down under. Uh, also South America, Australia. Nick Mason is continuing to tour his early Pink Floyd tour with his like super group band called Nick Mason's Saucer Full of Secrets. They announced an Australian leg for September. Very cool. They kind of canceled the tour and ended up not rebooking where I am. So I was kind of sad. I really wanted to go. Aneka Van Giesbergen, he, uh, formerly of The Gathering, and she has a ton of other bands and projects. She's doing a headline tour. It is mostly sold out, as you can see the poster if you're watching this on YouTube. Zinked and Kate Bush are opening for Aneka. That is crazy. She is wonderful. Amazing. This is, a, I'm pretty sure, mostly a singer-songwriter tour for her. All right, getting ready to end the concert tours and festivals and move on to the regular news. We got a few more bullet points to go before I get off this thing. Happy Friday, officially from the West Coast of the, of the USA, if you're watching this anywhere on the channels. If you like this video anywhere you're watching it, just drop us a like. That's almost as important as a sub these days. Uh, sub is a lot of commitment. I respect that. But if you like this video, like. If you're enjoying this content, throw us a like. We, we appreciate it. Oh, man, heavy stuff. We are on the eve of the anniversary of the tragic sudden passing of Taylor Hawkins of Foo Fighters last week, last year, excuse me, a year ago. I remember Devin is here all the way from Finland. Drop those likes for Keefe. Thanks, bro. Coming in from Finland, bro. Coming in hot. But uh, yeah, T Taylor Hawkins died uh, almost a year ago. I was at a concert when it happened. Uh, it was brutal. Like you could hear like a wave of tragedy cut through the whole crowd. Everybody was like choking up, reading their phones right before the show I was at. It was rough. It was really rough. And uh, Foo Fighters are about to announce a new drummer. We're, we've been hearing rumors of a finalists for the new drummer of Foo Fighters. Obviously, Dave could do it himself, but, you know, he sings and he's a front man now. So unlikely he's going to be behind the kit and sing a whole set. Be hard. He can. He's actually pretty. It's very rare that the drummers are good singers. Chris Reifert from Autopsy comes to mind. Phil Collins, but just it's hard to do. It's hard to do. So the finalists for the new drummer, no one's going to replace Taylor, and they're not going to find somebody like him. But the rumor has been that it's going to be they're going to pick two drummers because they're going to pick pretty probably busy name people. Uh, one is Matt Cameron of Pearl Jam, formerly of Soundgarden. I know that Pearl Jam is kind of going back to write a new record, so Matt might not be needed for touring for a while. That frees him up. 
but he also was supposed to be doing a new band with the remaining living Soundgarden members. That still hasn't happened yet, but it'd be cool if it does. Uh, I personally would like to see Josh Freeze get the job. Josh Freeze of Descendants, also Devo, also a, formerly A Perfect Circle, formerly Suicidal Tendencies, formerly A Million Bands. He's got a solo career. I interviewed him last year about his very interesting and awesome career. Selfishly, Josh would be a perfect match. He's just kind of the right guy and he can do anything. And, uh, you know, he's almost a little underrated. Like people don't know who he is somehow after all his career, but I know who he is and he's awesome. Uh, another person mentioned for the drum throne for the Foo Fighters is Adam Willard. Adam Willard is, you know, punk rock royalty. He was in Against Me. He's been in a bunch of other bands. He's been in a bunch of super groups, super supremely talented. And would be very cool if Adam Willard gets that call. And then finally, uh, Roger Taylor of Queen's son, Rufus, who plays in the darkness, who even kind of looks like Taylor Hawkins a little bit. It's like a blonde, good looking guy. Uh, he played at the tribute concert, among many other drummers playing in the tribute concert to Taylor. And he killed it. And I think that's what kind of uh, depends. Which Nine Inch Nails drummer are we talking about? Are we talking about Elon Rubin? Elon Rubin is also would be a fantastic choice. Uh, and again, he's not quite, he has his own band that he's a leader of. I think Elon Rubin is who we're talking about, um, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe, maybe. Um you know, it's tough stuff. It's tough stuff to have. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, Josh, I think, yeah, oh, yeah, Josh was in Nine Inch Nails. I think he played on a couple of tours. I'm not sure if he might have been on one of their albums. He's played on everything. That guy is positively ridiculous. He's got so many, so many albums. But all right, anyway, you know, rest in peace, Taylor. And uh, we'll find out very soon who the new drummer or drummers of Foo Fighters are or is. Big story of the week continues to be merch cuts and bands bucking up against merch cuts. Uh, again, for those that are unaware, if you're wondering why, if you go to a major venue, so not a club, not a bar, not a DIY place, not a, you know, not a punk club, but an actual big major venue owned by a corporation, that corporation takes 18 to 30 or 40 percent of the band's merch money at the end of the night. And bands are starting to be, you know, the cost of touring is higher than ever. We talked a lot about this. And bands are just rebelling. They're just not having it. And one of those bands this week is Russian Circles, who is on tour with Cult of Luna. We were at that show yesterday in Germany. We had somebody there. Shout out to Annie Atlasman. And we'll be getting a review of that soon. They decided they were not going to sell merch in London because the London venue Last week was like, oh, we're going to take a whole bunch of the money plus the taxes. There's a, a an escalating tax bracket in Europe called VAT. I don't want to explain it right now, but it's basically like the more you spend, the higher the tax goes. Unlike a flat tax on sales here in America for most things or no sales in some states, no sales tax. So, yeah, man, uh, it's good to see the band. You know, I, I know a lot of people have been snarking and saying like, well, you know, if they want to take a cut of the merch from the band, then the band should be able to get some of the bar. But you got to remember that the venue makes a lot of their money, not from the merch or the tickets, but actually from the bar. And that's how they pay their staff. And, and these are separate things. So yes, in a, in a tit for tat, eye for an eye kind of way, that would be fair. But that also isn't a solution. The solution is they don't take the merch cuts anymore. Or, or like, okay, if we have to pay our merch person to sell your merch at our venue, which is how they ca they capture the merch sales, by the way, it's sometimes insisted on, even if you have a TM and a merch person with you on tour. So, you know, something has to get worked out. It can't continue this way forever. That's just my two cents, if you were interested. In other news, speaking of brutal, horrible capitalist corporations, Ticketmaster, we talked about this last week, The Cure are uh, booked a huge headline tour and they wanted to sell all the tickets for 20 or $30 insisting on keeping the price low when other bands are touring. I'm sure that Mudvayne tour is going to be like $70 us right with the fee before the fees, maybe even I'm not sure, but you're getting five bands. So maybe it's worth it. Um, the cure made their tickets super cheap 
And then Ticketmaster tacked on a huge fee on top of the cheap ticket, and people were freaking out. So the cure complained, and then um, Ticketmaster refunded people five to ten dollars across the board for the entire tour. So that's nice. That's a start. It's not enough, but it's cool that they took a step back toward humanity. And again, bands should have a say. If bands want to charge dirt cheap for a ticket, they should be allowed to, and Ticketmaster should not try to compensate by charging more money in fees and services. Um, that's right, man. They will take some places. Will take you know, and yeah, like the just to jump back to merch for a second, since there's a comment about it. You know, you can't sell. You really, it's not feasible for you to just sell your merch outside the venue or down the block from your van. So I think maybe we're gonna move to a paradigm where bands sell their merch to stuff online, just sell it online and maybe deliver it to you at the show. That could, that could happen, but they're not gonna, they're not, I mean, if this is the way it's going, they're not going to keep doing it. All right. Anyway, off my soapbox onto some fun. Ed Sheeran put out a new single today and it does not feature Cradle of Filth, Danny Filth. I'm just, gonna continue to beat this horse if you're gonna post pictures together and talk about we wrote a song together and it's gonna come out don't blue balls the whole world with this news we want to hear this song uh i know it sure it has a new album coming out and i don't really particularly it doesn't move me he's he's a pretty talented guy but i don't care for his music doesn't affect me much but yeah ed sheeran let's hear the danny Filth song come on now let's go shake it up your fans know you can do a pop song Scare them with some black metal. That's what I want to see. That's what I'm here for. Tommy Stinson has signed. Tommy Stinson's a legendary uh, punk and alternative rock bassist. He was a founding member of The Replacements. He was in Guns N' Roses for a spell in the late 90s and early aughts. He's been in a bunch of other groups. He has signed to Golden Robot Records. He's going to have a new record with his new band out later this year. I think this is fun. Tommy is great. I'm a fan. Tool fans, big time mad. You know, nobody is bad, nobody is madder at Tool than Tool fans. And people want to make fun of Tool, and there's a lot of fun Tool memes. I'm a Tool fan, uh, quite a big Tool fan. Fun fact, I once took a blind date to a Tool concert on like $500 tickets because I'm that guy. Uh, eighth row in Mansfield, Massachusetts. I was like right in line to see... Justin Chancellor on the base. That was my whole thing. And uh, the chick was nice. That's about it. Uh, blind date. Do you like Tool? I like Tool. Let's go see Tool for a first date. Uh, Tool fans, mad at Tool. You know, Tool, if you can sell merch for high prices and get the money and fans seem to buy it all up, I don't know why other people are mad. Uh, Tool, a few months back, put out a uh, life-size skull with a fetus in it, inspired by some of their album artwork by Alex Gray. And they sold out immediately at like four or $500. This is a very high-end kind of a thing you show off in your house or your man cave or whatever, your lair, your evil villain lair, your fortress of solitude. So they sold out. They made a whole new one. They're selling this one tomorrow. It's pre-orders are out now. It's going to go on sale officially in the morning. And Tool fans are just furious about this online. Like, where's a new song? Where's a new album? Well, you know, those guys are all busy doing other things, including Maynard, who has, uh, you know, at least one other band that he works on all the time and another band he sometimes works on. So, you know, new music, they're rehearsing. The uh, Tool's got a bunch of festival appearances coming up. They are supposed to be announcing a mysterious tour in the fall. They are doing Aftershock, so I suppose they're going to have a lot of tour dates in September and October to fill in around that time. They're not going to just pop up at a festival somewhere. They're going to book a tour. So more tool, more tool tour dates. That's good. But yeah, tool, expensive merch, people mad. I don't know why. This is really fun. Uh, Sumerian Comics, which is the comic book arm of Sumerian Records, is putting out a Dillinger Escape Plan graphic novel that they co-created with Ben Wyman. So I think that's inherently fun. Uh, Sumerian is clearly getting into the, you know, they put out a lot of comics and they're getting into the market that is normally quartered by Z2 comics uh, and a few other comic companies. But this is a lot of fun. This is going to be based on the artwork, on the artwork and the lyrics and the stories of Dillinger songs from One of Us is the Killer. Good times. Uh, Dillinger kind of retired. 
Don't think they're coming back. I know there was some rumors they might come back for Furnace Fest. Does not seem likely. Greg Pucciato has his own solo band. And Ben Wyman is in Suicidal Tendencies and has other things going on, as do all the other guys. So, But that's fun. Niall. Niall is in the studio working on their next record, the follow-up to their last one that came out in 2019. So that means either late 2023 or early 2024. I'm pretty excited for a new Nile record. How about you? Hey, Carl Sanders had a solo album last year. The guy is always working on stuff. The Human Abstract. Here's a band from about 15 years ago that we haven't heard from in a long time. They have put out a repress, a vinyl remaster and repress of Digital Veil, which was a very popular record from the early aughts. And uh, that's out on Monarch Heavy right now. They sold out immediately of the marbly green variant, but they still have, I think, black and black and green, kind of typo negative numbers. Human Abstract, uh, one of the best guitar players ever to do it, AJ, Min AJ Minaret, Minaret. I think he's teaching music somewhere in college, somewhere. If you're, if he's your teacher, drop a comment. That sounds amazing. I would love for him to be my guitar teacher. Holy cow. Twisted has gotten Funko's. We were talking about some Funko news recently. Uh, you know, Funko is struggling financially. They may have made too many of these things, leveraged too many IPs. And so Funko is dumping like $40 million of Funko's in a landfill somewhere, but Twisted, this has been in the works for a while, part of their Funko Pop Rocks series of rockers and rappers. Uh, Madrox and Monoxide, two-pack for $24. It's pretty fair. They haven't jacked up the price. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. And uh, yeah, very cool. Very cool if you like Twisted and you like Funko's and uh, ICP-related bands. Whoop, whoop. And then in the feel-good story of the week, we got the first new single and lyric video from the new lineup of Metal Church with my personal homeboy Mark Lopes as the vocalist, replacing late Mike Howe, who lost his life a few years back. Um, uh, the new song is killer. The new album, very excited for it. If you don't know Mark, he sings for Ross the Boss's band, as well as his own band, Let Us Pray, which is like a... Power Metal Lamb of God is a good way to describe it. So he's definitely got the chops. And I am just super proud of him and very excited for new metal church music. Wolfgang and Halen's Mammoth WVH dropped a new single today. They dropped a hilarious new video. They've got a sophomore album coming out soon. Uh, actually pretty funny. People were picking on him for like using his name. Wolfgang Van Halen. He's a Van Halen. That's his name. And they were so he changed his name on Twitter to Wolfgang Led Zeppelin just to screw with people. I think it's pretty funny. And uh, yeah, man, one of the best debut records the last couple of years ago. The new one's coming out soon. He spent, I don't know, a whole year on the road with Guns N' Roses. And who's he going to open for this year? Metallica. Not too shabby, kid. Uh, he certainly has paid his dues between being in Van Halen and other things. So good job, Wolf. Looking forward to more new music soon. And then this is also a lot of fun. Nita Strauss, who's back in Alice Cooper's touring band, dropped a new solo single featuring Alice Cooper this week, Winner Takes All. I would show you the video or play you some of the song, but I don't want to get demonetized. Probably just saying the words demonetized will get me demonetized. I don't know. We're coming to the end of the show here, folks. And then here's some interesting news. Violence is playing at that Hell's Heroes Festival this weekend. And this is a story that kind of broke late last week, but after we ran our show, so I didn't get a chance to talk about it. So uh, you're, if you're on Twitch or YouTube and you're seeing this photo of the band, you might be asking yourself, where's Phil Demo? So the band put out a statement. They had already been doing some shows without Phil. And um, the long short of it is Phil, as time goes on, is going to step back from touring. He will always be a member of Violence. He, If they, they're making new music, he's going to write some of it. He's playing at Hell's Heroes this weekend. He's going to play in Milwaukee Metal Fest. But in terms of long-term touring and globe-trotting and playing all over the world with violence, he's probably not going to do it much anymore. He's also kind of the automatic backup guy for Lamb of God when one of those guys can't go. 
as well as any other band that calls him. And those opportunities are sometimes very lucrative. So uh, he also has a business. He's also got a big family. So I see Phil here in the Bay Area sometimes super nice in person, super cool. And, uh, you know, best of luck with that. But in the meantime, violence is going to continue to tour. I know they just reunited three years ago with a mostly original lineup. And those guys are mostly gone now. But I don't know. I, we have this argument all the time. There's a lot of bands with no original members. There's a lot of bands with one original member out there. So, you know, Metallica only has two original members, by the way, just in case you were wondering. And Megadeth only one. So just letting you know. A lot of bands have lineup changes and uh you know it's no it, it is what it is like i said these guys are slowing down or they can't tour as much anymore it's brutal out there and it's expensive and uh responsibilities keep guys off the road this is what happens and here we are we're ready for the mailbag and this is a lot of fun uh so we're here at the end of the show and uh i wanted to share this thing that i got i got this actually this came out a year ago but i picked this up recently so Amphetamine Reptile is an incredible label. I recently interviewed the founder, Thomas Hazelmeyer. He had basically retired the label and then unretired it back to put out music by Melvins and a few other bands. And so um, about 10 years ago or more, Melvins put out these limited edition vinyl albums with covers on them that immediately got swooped up. And if you have $100 for an EP of two songs or $70 for an EP of four songs with one cool cover or two, you could get these. But Amphetamine Reptile, and I'll link the podcast interview I did with Thomas. He's also a great artist. You certainly have seen posters or worn shirts with his designs on it. So they put out these pretty high-quality, cheap, inexpensive $5 CDs of these vinyls that are hard to attain. So uh, Melvin's Sabbath and Melvin's Lord of the Flies – are awesome. I got these for $5 each at the AMREP store. I will link the store in the description. You can also pick these up. Also, if you ever go see Melvin's on tour, they always have a crate of limited and rare vinyls that they're always trying to sell, and they don't gouge the fans. They sell them at pretty reasonable prices considering how much they go for on things like Discogs and eBay. But uh, yeah, Melvin's two EPs. Just got them in the mail recently. Just opened it. But these came out a year ago, and they were snapped up pretty quick. But I think they used, they still have them at the site. So very excited to open these and play them and add them to my collection. I still buy some CDs here and there. And so that's our show. Uh, once again, thanks for being here. I am Keefe, as we say every week at this juncture of the show. It's a tough time in the world. So please take care of yourself. Take care of each other and stay as metal as humanly possible. Thank you for supporting Ghost Cult Mag. And have a great weekend, everybody.